Welcome to Scuba Shack Radio, episode 53, recorded Sunday, February 28th, 2021. Scuba Shack Radio is a bi-weekly podcast in support of our mission to empower individuals with knowledge, ability, and experience to venture underwater in pursuit of their aspirations and to advocate for ocean health and sustainability. Hello again, everyone. And thank you for tuning in to Scuba Shack Radio. I'm your host, Jeff Cintrapino. Well, it, it is hard to believe that we are all set to close out February 2021. And what a crazy weather month it has been, not just up here in the Northeast, but as we've seen down South as well. But doesn't it seem like we just celebrated New Year's a, a few days ago? And here we are, just three weeks away from spring. I, for one, am anxiously awaiting some warmer weather. But before we get warm, next weekend is our ice diver class. Now, I'm going to be on the surface doing some video and photography uh, while Monty, Chris, and Matt take a public safety team through their uh, three certification dives. Let's hope the warming hut is uh, nice and toasty. Now, with this episode, I'm going to continue the evolution of Scuba Shack Radio. I'm going to be adding a new segment to each show, and this new segment will be at the top, and it is being titled Wet Notes. And Wet Notes will be the first segment of each show, and this is where I'm going to focus on news from the scuba diving world or our ocean conservation over the past couple of weeks, and maybe pass on a little bit of tidbits without going into a great uh, deal of detail. I thought this would be a good way to start off each show to stay abreast of current events and pass along some interesting information. I will continue to do more detailed segments on various ocean health and sustainability topics, along with some history and travel, and of course, Sea Hunt, It's Still Alive, will be alive and well on Scuba Shack Radio. Today, I'm going to discuss one of my next dives, and that's Nassau, where we'll be diving with Stuart Cove. But let's start off today's show with wet notes. This is Wet Notes on Scuba Shack Radio for Sunday, February 28th, 2021. Well, first up today, I'm going to do an update on dry suit talc. Now, Ever since I've owned a dry suit, I've been using those little pouches of talc to dust my wrist seals and neck seals, and that makes them easier to put on, especially if it gets a little humid. Well, we used to get these little pouches from McNitt, who then became GearAid. When we could no longer get them from GearAid, we switched to getting them from Diving Unlimited International, or DUI. So recently, we ran low on these uh, talc pouches and wanted to order some more, but DUI has stopped producing those talc pouches. I guess, I'm guessing there's some concern around the safety of talc. I know this has been in the news over recent years. So Donna reached out to Pete from DUI, and he suggested cornstarch to dust our seals. He said you have to make sure you do it every time. 
Now, that sounds a little strange to me, but it looks like people are using it in place of the talc. We'll give it a try, and I'll let you know how it goes. Cornstarch. It's not just for cooking. Next up, as things start opening up and we travel outside the country, we're going to need to get tested for a COVID-19 before we can come back. Well, resorts are out there, and they're starting to accommodate their customers in making it easier to get tested. So, for example, I just saw where in Roatan, two resorts, the Turquoise Bay Dive Resort and the Mayan Princess Beach and Dive Resort, are offering on-site COVID testing on Thursdays and Fridays. And then what happens is you'll get electronic results are available in three hours, and then you'll have a hard copy the next day. Now, you still have to pay for it, and it costs about 50 bucks. Then I also checked the Cocoa View site down there in Roatan, and it looks like they are also offering on-site testing. But their price is coming in at $85. So it looks like if you're going to travel to Roatan, you'll find it easier to get tested for coronavirus and get back home, as long as you test negative. But I think more and more of these uh, dive operators out there are going to provide that COVID testing or options for people so that you can go travel and then make it easier for you to get back home. Also, um, last I think a couple of weeks ago, the President of the United States signed Executive Order 13998. And with that Executive Order, it mandated that masks are to be worn on all public maritime vessels, including ferries. Well, what does that mean for dive boats? Well, DEMA did some research and found out that this mandate includes commercial vessels used for dive charters and dive-related activities. You'll need to be masked up upon boarding, disembarking, and the duration of travel. Obviously, this can only apply to U.S. operators. I think this makes sense, and I'm sure common sense will prevail, given our unique circumstances when we go diving. Way back in the beginning of 2020, I did a segment on dive travel insurance. Then, in mid-2020, I noticed that Divers Alert Network, Dan, their travel insurance was not available on their website. It is back now, however. There was a short article on Dive Newswire that indicated that there are qualified COVID-19-related cancellation and interruptions covered. There's a lot of detail on their website that you can read through. Essentially, they cover prepaid travel arrangements if you, your host at your destination, your traveling companion, or family member test positive for COVID-19. There's also levels of coverage while traveling, but you'll need to do your research. The good news, however, is that the Dan Travel Insurance is back and it looks like they are helping to try and address the coronavirus issues. It's always a good day when I go out to the mailbox and find that the latest issue of the Journal of Diving History has arrived. That happened earlier this week. The cover of the first quarter, 2021, magazine features the five women who made up the team of Tektite 2, Mission 6 50, which was America's first all female saturation team. 
The five women included Peggy Lucas, Anne Hurley Hartline, Renata Schlench-True, Elena Schmidt, and Sylvia Earle. The Journal of Diving History, formerly Historical Diver Magazine, is the official magazine of the Historical Diving Society USA and is part of your membership. I can't wait to dive into all the articles. I saw the other day that there's been an oil spill off the coast of Israel and Lebanon, and it's impacting over 100 miles of coastline. Now, what's a little disconcerting about this is that they don't know where this tar is coming from that's washing up on the beaches. It seems like there's some sort of gag order on the release of information. I'm just not sure why. There was also a fin whale that washed up on the beach, apparently with oil in its lungs. They say this is undoing much of the progress made over the last 30 years. Let's hope they figure out where this is coming from or where it came from and if they're able to minimize the impacts. And finally, here's some really big news in the scuba industry, especially related to scuba tanks. Luxford is getting out of the aluminum tank business. On February 23rd, Luxford held their fourth quarter and full year 2020 analyst call, and that's where they announced their divestiture of their aluminum product lines. Now, their rationale, according to their press release, is that they wanted to focus on high-performance magnesium alloys, zirconium catalysts, and high-pressure composite cylinders. I guess the profit margin just wasn't there on the aluminum tanks. They plan on selling those two aluminum forming operations in the United States and the one in the, in the UK, but we don't know who they're going to sell it to just yet. More to come on this as it, as it, it, it uh, unfolds. Now, Luxford, they've produced a lot of tanks, and there's a lot of them out there, and we're going to see what that does to the supply chain as we move forward. Well, that's it for Wet Notes for February 28th, 2021, here on Scuba Shack Radio. Today on Your Next Dive... I'm going to do something a little different than the previous segments. Now, it has been a really long time since we've been on a dive trip. So, I'm going to take you on a dive trip. The last time we went away was in December of 2019 when we visited the Philippines. It started to feel like we were never going to go somewhere again. But we are, hopefully. Every year, except for 2020, Scuba Shack has run a Memorial Day trip to the Bahamas. I think last year broke our streak of about 17 or 18 years running. Could have been a little longer than than that, but you know, as you get older, you sort of lose track of time a bit. Well, the Bahamas are open for tourists, and we've got the trip booked. This is a trip that Donna and I used to go on with our trip leader, Peter Katz, and I think uh, we did it at least eight times. And our last visit was in 2016, the year before we took over Scuba Shack. 
Now, for the last four years, we didn't feel like we could leave the shop for the trip. But this year, we are going. So I thought I'd take you uh, on this Your Next Dive segment and walk through just how the trip goes so you'll get a feel for what it's like to go on a dive trip again. First off, we call it the Memorial Day trip, and it actually ends on Memorial Day. That's when we fly back home. This is not our typical full week dive trip like many others. The trip starts off on the Wednesday before the holiday. Now what we do is we take an early morning flight out of Connecticut. And there are a lot of different options for our flight. Um, We like to go through Charlotte. And then we arrive in Nassau right around noon. By getting in at at the noontime or thereabouts hour, we can take that short ride it's like less than 10 minutes or so, to Orange Hill Beach Resort. And that's where we get to check in early, get unpacked, and uh, step right outside to the pool. And, and boy, does it feel good to be in the warm sun after a long snowy winter, especially like this year. Now, after grabbing a click or two from the Honor Bar, we spend a relaxing afternoon catching up with old friends around the pool. It's like a homecoming or a reunion of sorts. Then it's off to our first of three fabulous dinners. We used to go to an Italian restaurant the first night called Capriccio's, but we found out uh, recently that it's closed. So we're going to have to get another restaurant on the agenda for that. Now, the next morning, we have a power breakfast, eggs, sausage, bacon, toast, cereal, coffee, and juice, and get all fueled up for our first dives of the trip. Now, after breakfast, we load into the Stuart Cove's bus and head over to the dive shop. Our gear is moved to the boat, and we typically check in at the shop, but I suspect it may be a little different this year with COVID restrictions. And then we're off to our first dive site. This first dive, it takes us a little longer for everyone to get into the water as we shake off the rust and get used to the routine of the boat. But man, does it feel good to hit the water, drop down, and take in the beauty of the Bahamas underwater. After those first two dives, we head back to Stuart Cove's for lunch. Not sure how they're going to do it this year, but in the past, we used to radio in our selections, hamburger, cheeseburger, hot dog, or fish sandwich. For me, it's the hamburger. And wow, does it taste good after those first two dives. After that relaxing lunch, we're back on the boat for our two afternoon dives. Once diving is over, we head back to Orange Hill for a beverage or two before our traditional dinner at Cafe Matisse. And if you've ever have been to Nassau, or if you ever get there, don't miss out this incredible dining experience. So we end our first day of diving and dining and settle in to close out Thursday night. Now Friday is a carbon copy of Thursday. Breakfast, dive, lunch, dive, and dinner. Our traditional Friday night dinner was at Luciano's overlooking Paradise Island. Unfortunately, it too is closed, and we'll be trying out a new place this year. On Saturday, we do a special two-tank safari to the Lost Blue Hole off of New Providence. The boat is loaded with a great barbecue lunch, and we carry an ample supply of adult beverages for after diving. 
Our first stop is the Blue Hole for an exciting first dive, and after an easy shallow reef dive, it's off to the beach for our barbecue lunch. We anchor the boat in the shallow waters, wade into the beach for a relaxing afternoon of sun, food, and drink. By the time we get back, some of us like to crash at the hotel with some pizza, while others go out for a quick bite. And so we close out Saturday. On Sunday, we're back to our morning routine, and we're only doing a two-tank morning excursion. In years past, some of our divers opted to also do a Sunday afternoon dive. Donna and I normally headed back on Sundays after the morning dives and got our gear cleaned up and dried out. This year, we'll all be going back to the hotel where we've arranged for a mobile COVID test service to come out and get us all all set for our trip back home. Our last night on Nassau is spent at Orange Hill. After dinner, prepared by the Orange Hill team, we take a few steps to the bar and we have a little farewell party with our dive staff from Stewart Cove. Again, not exactly sure how it's going to work out this year, but hopefully many of us will be fully vaccinated by Memorial Day this year and we will definitely follow all the guidelines presented by the Bahamas. Memorial Day is our travel day back to the U.S., After breakfast, we're all packed up and head over to the airport for our late morning or early afternoon flights out. As you can tell, I'm pretty excited about going on this trip again. It's been a long time since we've been down to Nassau and got to dive with Stewart Cove. Hoping that more and more of these uh, resorts open up, the Caymans and things like that, because we really need to be out there traveling and diving, and hopefully your next dive will be someplace pretty cool as well. Well, that wraps up things for today as we close out February 2021. Hope you enjoyed the show and especially the new segment, Wet Notes. I'll be back again in a couple of weeks with another episode of Scuba Shack Radio. In the meantime, please stay safe, everyone. And if you can get out there, get out there and dive. Thanks for listening. Scuba Shack Radio is a bi-weekly podcast in support of our mission to empower individuals with knowledge, ability, and experience to venture underwater in pursuit of their aspirations and to advocate for ocean health and sustainability. Talk to you next time.